0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of a Pinball Podcast. I appreciate you guys being here. Thank you guys so much for listening, and let's get right to it. So, I am trying to get over a cold still a little bit, but I, got, I have my vocals as warmed up as they can possibly get. So, if I sniffle or have a random cough or something like that, I apologize ahead of time. And also, we got to get this out of the way. Uh, Zach Minnie about two weeks ago announced a giveaway on the podcast that we did together. And I do have the two winners here finally for the Stern glass covers. So those winners are Christopher Doyle and Jay Sellers. So congratulations, fellas! What you need to do is contact Zach at FlippingOutPinball.com, and he'll get you hooked up with all the details. So again, congratulations. Enjoy your pinball machines being dust free as long as you remember to put your covers on there. (laughs) So moving on. Um, yeah, so not much has happened right the past, the past, uh, 48, to 78 or a hundred hours or whatever it could be. <laughs> so as of right now, it is uh, Saturday, September 12th, and it's been an interesting past few days for sure. Obviously I did a podcast just the other day talking about my mixed feelings on the reveal for Vigor's Infinity Quest and needless to say i i was absolutely floored by the amount of response that i got from that and i'm not even joking if i combine up phone calls text messages facebook messages emails direct comments on the youtube video itself i had well in excess of 150 possibly even over 200. it it got crazy there for a little while and honestly it was i was wondering How many people would agree with the assessment? Because I was very upfront that these are just my thoughts and doesn't make them right. And I still believe it doesn't necessarily make it right. It's just what I think would work best. And it turns out about 90, I mean, the vast majority, it's, I maybe had two people out of all those messages disagree, not even joking. And it just, I I was overwhelmed by it and you know i i would like to be up front and touch base a little bit like the one thing that i want to be crystal clear with everybody is any criticism that i give it is said with the utmost respect and i also want to be clear that the criticism that i'm giving is exclusively about stern and how they're doing their reveal event right i never want to go and talk about somebody else's personal content and bag on that like that's why i'm not all about if this was a dead flip stream and that's all it was i have absolutely no place that it'd make me the biggest a-hole in the world to just talk about that because that's his content and i totally respect that i think he does a lot of great things for pinball and it doesn't mean that i agree with all of it you know and the way that i am is i like hearing different points of view If you notice, if you're listening to this on audio and you haven't seen my YouTube channel, if you go to my YouTube channel at Marv Loco, you'll see I try to reply to every single message and I try to heart every message that I can. The reason why I do that isn't because I agree with what somebody is saying in there. I heart it because I'm acknowledging that I'm listening and I'm actively thinking about what you're saying. And that's the way I operate. I want to hear what people have to say and I don't want it. I don't want to dismiss what people are thinking or what they feel. I always have empathy for that. So to be upfront, all my criticisms are specifically about the Stern reveal and anybody that has to do with that reveal. That's where I'm at on it. So if somebody can't separate that, I do apologize, but that's where I'm at and I won't change. I, I will not change that about Cause I, the same way with my content, if somebody criticizes it, I take it all in I honestly I am one of the few people probably in this world that is not affected by criticism and I say that as like the biggest humble brag in the world but you guys gotta understand I grew up with a Native American father that was hardcore about sports and discipline and I heard it all the time and I grew such thick-skinned by I, I also learned to be very empathetic, and I learn to really take in what somebody says and think about it in a way that helps me. And that's the way that I operate personally. That's just me. Everybody else operates a different way. And they're, you know, they're free to do that. But again, just be clear, this is all about Stern's Reveal. And obviously, a lot of other people have talked about it, Uh, whether it's online, whether it's people that have talked to me directly, I'm sure by the time this gets out, and I plan on putting this out either Monday or maybe even Tuesday, which is the 14th or the 15th, I'm sure other people will have different opinions on it, possibly, good or bad. I mean, that's, that's the way these things go. A reveal event, especially when you're putting out a product, it's going to have people's attention and it's going to get attention in the which we're either going to be accepting of it or we're not, or there might be some people that are just like, eh, about it. You know, that's all part of it. But I do, I firmly believe, I am in the camp, that I believe Stern Pinball can utilize Jack Danger, can utilize Deadflip, can utilize Keith Elwin, and can utilize Raymond Davidson better. Like, I believe that can be done. I firmly do. Uh, all the elements are there, and I talked about this too, during the live stream of Marvel's event where Jack was actually on there. And I thought he did a great job. I was telling everybody on the uh, live chat, I thought he was doing so much better right here. Like I like this version of it. Now, was it perfect? No, nothing's perfect. But I like this version that he's, the way he's explaining things, the way he's given hints and tips, like those things work to me, that works. That's where a personality can really shine through when you're focused on those things. Now, I didn't get to catch the whole thing because I was busy Talking, but the parts I did catch, I like that. You know, I, that's just how it was. Now, moving forward, I think it's important to really understand why the reveals are happening the way that they happen, right? And we need to be really clear and upfront that I believe that the way that Stern does their marketing overall is really outstanding. There's a reason why they're the number one company. In the world now there's obviously going to be various reasons but let's face facts you know they do a bunch of press releases right they have a circuit tournament the stern pro circuit that gets attention they have launch events which gets attention they have the insider access stuff and they have their whole stern army like they have things put together you see things go out on facebook at times i'm sure their instagram account is fairly active i'm not active on instagram hardly so i couldn't really tell you but You know, there's different ways that they do really well on their marketing. And what I think that this product reveal really tells is that product reveals just aren't a priority in their marketing. I I think it's simple as that, because I don't believe for a second that the people that are in charge of making sure that they are marketing and getting this pinball machine to different audiences i don't believe for a second that these people are dumb i think they're all highly intelligent therefore the conclusion i really have to draw after looking at the whole scope i just don't think a product reveal is their priority now for me that's really interesting i find it very fascinating that that seems to be the case and again i'm making an assumption i haven't heard from them i i haven't i heard from all kinds of people i heard from dealers i heard from fans i heard from tournament players heard from non-pinball people like legitimately people had never even bought a machine before and only played maybe once or twice were contacted me like this people are aware of this product you know and so it's a it's really it's a unique time but i find this really fascinating because this is a this is the one thing right stern dominates on a lot of fronts they dominate with themes which will sell They dominate with their production velocity, which means that they are getting products out to customers quickly, right? So they can still, they can stay relevant very much easier than any other company. They can totally stay relevant. But what I find very fascinating about it is, is that when you take those things into consideration, a new company won't be able to beat them on that home front, like, or, or on that front immediately, they just won't. That takes years to catch up, years. But the one thing that these companies can catch up on immediately is how they do their marketing online and how they connect with their customers online. How do they do reveal events online? That's And it's 2020, guys, it's 2020. I I had a couple of people questioning me you know, uh, in private chats and we were talking back and forth. They're like, you know, Travis, do you really think it's that big a deal An online reveal this and that, you know, I mean, do people really care? And I'm like, you're talking to me online right now. Like that's where a lot of the ecosystem of consumers are. So yes, it is very important. And legitimately, I, I truly believe that either deep root American pinball Jersey Jack, any of them that are putting out pinball machines. That, and yeah, of course Deeproot hasn't done it yet, but they're supposed to pretty soon, but anybody that's put out a pinball machine, they are legitimately one viral video away from being completely relevant to the conversation. Now, obviously they have to follow that up. You can't just rely on that, but the way that this works, they are. The niche is so small that one viral video automatically makes it to where that brand is more relevant to new people than what any other brand that's currently in the industry is. I mean, that's just a fact. A prime example of this is the Dollar Shave Club. Prime example. If you haven't heard of Dollar Shave Club, legitimately, it was around 2012 or 13, I forget. It was early, right around there. They did a video, right? That only cost $4,500 and it went, bonkers viral. And this is just about selling blades for a dollar that comes to your home. And this all originated from being worth like 250,000 units or something like that from China that they had to figure out a way to sell. And they became instantly relevant to the conversation against all the big dogs and that whole company within five years or so ends up selling for a billion dollars hold that over a 90 second spot that's how powerful this is now that's not to say all these other companies are going to all of a sudden do that no it's not exact science but that's to give you an idea there's different ceilings to this you know obviously the consumer base for razors is much higher than the consumer base for pinball but I, we might have put an artificial ceiling what we think the consumer is and that's why i've always preached you have to go beyond that You have to go beyond that and you know i think that that's that's a great example so i'll link that down below uh for the people that haven't seen it yet but it's you'll see once you watch it you kind of realize right now or you'll realize immediately how they were able to talk to their target audience so efficiently and you know i'm not even going to go over the uh reveal again i mean i'm sure at this point it's been beat to death i just i know that these things can be better and I know that some people may not think it matters. I'm here to say it does matter. And you know, here's why it matters. Stern is going to be able to put out their machines regardless, right? They've done a great job. They've earned that. They've earned that. They've earned being able to do the things that they do. And it doesn't necessarily have to be perfect because even if it's not perfect, it won't hurt them. It won't. There's nobody challenging them yet. And I said that in the last podcast and there has to be somebody to actually enter the arena, the challenge. Now, there is that vulnerability where somebody could challenge, but it does hurt the people down the supply chain. It does hurt the dealers. Let's not kid ourselves right now. Even if we think we say, oh, well, there won't be, they won't lose. Like the LEs, they will sell out. Let's just be upfront. LEs will sell out no matter what. My kid could go on there and he would sell 500 Elwin LEs. Like this that's just the star power he has with the community overall, that just will happen. Now, if we're talking about the premiums and the pros, I had a talk with several different dealers and distributors and you know, they were talking to me back and forth about, you know, how things kind of go, how they, how they wish things would be. And, you know, without going into too much detail, there was one in particular and this, I'm not, I'm not even going to get emotional about it, but it struck a chord with me because I've had to go through business before. Like there's a reason why, you know, I, I'm able to have these pinball machines. It's a lot of, a lot of endless nights, a lot of not having sleep and making decisions day by day to try to make the, the income, to keep the lights on, to try to achieve a certain level of success. And I don't doubt in my mind for a second that these dealers and these distributors are doing the same thing. And one in particular, you know, they noted to me, they said it hit them hard. They lost six premium orders just in that day. That's over $40,000 in revenue gone instantly, right? And that's still product that they have because they've, they have, I mean, if you've already got the product, or you're planning on getting the product. I didn't ask them, how does your whole thing work? Because I quite frankly don't know, but thinking about it, how I used to have to do it. If I don't sell a product, I've still had to spend wholesale on that because I'm not drop shipping. I still have my allotment that I had to get from these (laughs) these major manufacturers. And if I don't sell, guess what? I'm with stuck inventory. It's dead inventory and that sucks. That sucks so bad because now I have to take the time and spend more money on resources, trying to get this sold to somebody like, you see what I mean? So it's not, it's not so much of like, well, it doesn't matter. It's not, it, it does matter for the person that's counting on this. It matters to them. Like, and I know that feeling, like if I sound like I'm getting a little fired up, or if I sound like I'm getting too emotionally invested in this, it's just, it's just because I've been there before. I have been there before and I know what it's like to be in that spot and it sucks. Plain and simple, it sucks. But I, you know, I digress. Just moving forward, I think things will change. I, I really do. Sorry, I need some green tea. I'm getting, mouth is getting dry already, but I think things will change. They got to. I, I fully believe that other companies see this. I fully believe that they are listening to consumers, you know, and I think it'll change. Now if people are still wondering, well, why is this such a big deal? Yeah, you know, I will kind of explain it out to you a little bit more in terms of how your content marketing strategy goes, especially for online. And this will all makes sense hopefully. Hopefully I can explain this as easily as possible. So, if you're into nerdy stuff with marketing and how this affects pinball and how this will definitely change the landscape in the next 3 to 5 years, keep listening. <laughs> like you're you're about to hear it right here. I don't think anybody else has ever talked about this in pinball at all. I don't I've never heard this anywhere else. If they have, congratulations cuz you're on the right track. How this works, all right? And YouTube developed this back in, I believe, either 2013 or 2014. And they developed this for a reason. Obviously, it was mostly, it wasn't just out of the kindness of their heart. They wanted people to use their platform. But this ended up being really important, even to today, right? It's called the 3H strategy or Triple H strategy, right? It stands for Hero Hub Hygiene. Those are the three H's. And basically, we'll start from the bottom. So what hygiene is, is that's essentially just content that is designed for your core group, your core audience, your diehards. Those are the people that are always going to show up for your brand. They are like, if we take Stern, for instance, they are the global lifestyle brand that is them. And in order to do your hygiene content, you're going to put out like daily or weekly things. It, it could be just a variety of different types of content, but it's there to basically Educate your consumer, educate your core group, educate your hardcore people, you know, educate the person that does buy every single LE or the uh, arcade that buys every single pro that comes out. That's kind of who this is designed for. All right. And then next in line, you got your hub. So this is like regular scheduled content. It's basically monthly. You are designing this for your prime prospect. And what a prime prospect is is that's essentially somebody that fits the criteria of who you're trying to sell to. All right. They fit the demographic, they fit everything. You just haven't quite sold them yet. You might've done it once or twice, but they're not quite loyal. So to put this in pinball terms, they might be that one person that will buy a Stern pinball machine when the theme really talks to them and they still might get a Jersey Jack pin or an American pinball or something like that, they're, they're on the fence. They're the ones that will hear that Avengers is coming out and they will still wait and see what the other companies bring out, all right? That's kind of what your, your hub content people are. And when you're pushing out regular scheduled content with that, I would consider something to be, if I had to think about it off cuff with pinball, probably like code updates or maybe the making of a machine, or maybe even behind the scenes, like something that you're documenting. It's something that you could put on your content, whether it's on YouTube or anywhere else, to where people that might not have bought that pinball machines, like take Stranger Things, for instance, might not have bought that, but you might watch the behind the scenes stuff on it. So that's a potential you know, customer right there. that's still interested in your content and you're still giving them information that might answer questions that they might have. And you're essentially just reinforcing your brand, like reinforcing your brand to your community is what's happening. And and there's other ways that I'm sure even outside of the ecosystem of online that this can be done, but we're just talking strictly just online ecosystem right now. And that's where it's so important, especially in the the timeline of COVID and the timeline where everybody's practically online and has internet, this is important. So your next one in line is your biggest one that is your hero content. Your hero content is designed to be the tent pole event. Like it's the huge, the culmination of everything, right? And to me this, well, let's put it this way too. When you're reaching the culmination, you're also trying to take whatever you're doing and reach the broadest audience possible. Right, you're trying to build an extreme amount of brand awareness. And one of the things that falls under that is a product reveal. Like, Not like, full stop, full stop. A product reveal is definitely hero event type stuff or hero content type stuff. And this essentially is quarterly, could be once a year, twice a year, whatever. It's not often, all right? Pinball machine releases, even though Stern is doing them at a tremendous clip, they're not necessarily often. If you take anybody else, of course, it's a year, two years around that time, even Stern might be, maybe what three, four, even if we say five, that's still a couple of months in between, right? So this is a way that you can definitely reach the most broad audience possible. And that's why it all comes back around that when we take these three H's into consideration, how do we now feel watching the initial reveal? What does that seem like that falls under? Does that fall under hero content? I don't think it does. I don't think that not, nothing about that video screamed to me or said to me, Hey, this is trying to reach a broader audience. Everything about that said we are catering to the pinball only crowd, to the stern pinball fans. That's what that said to me. And I would a hundred percent put the house on it, that that was probably their intention, you know, it w- which is fine. The problem is, is that if that's how non pinball people are going to see that, right? Non pinball people are still going to view it. And they did because I talked to a lot of them that did, and they're going to be very confused by that message because they don't understand the pinball lingo. They don't. They, if they're brand, like it'd be like me if I watched, something to do with i don't know knitting or anything or anything to do with cars i'm terrible with cars if i saw the release of a brand new car and i tried to seal i would have no idea what they're talking about when they say torque they say horsepower i don't know i kind of know but i don't know enough for it to be relevant to me to where i'm like okay that's exciting you know and this is much of the same way and so what i would encourage any companies that listen to this in the future. And I am aware that companies are listening and I appreciate it guys. I appreciate it. Not a flex. I seriously do appreciate it. I would say the best way to really get these reveals out is you want to explain it like we're five, like keep it so simple because your diehards will still be there. The diehards will still show up for the reveal. They'll still show up to support. But when you get other people that aren't familiar with your brand, you better have your brand logo on there. Like it better, you, you need to remind people every few minutes, like, hey, this is the brand. This is what we're about. Here's what we're seeing here. I mean, it wouldn't take much to, in my head, if you're doing the reveal, and we've, we already went over how the reveal event would be, but this is just very simplistic, where when you are explaining something, imagine like a transitional stinger to when you're going to the next thing that says Stern Pinball, like going across it you know who the brand is. You're not confused at all. That's automatically, you see it enough, you understand it. And that's a big deal, especially when you're talking about reaching broader growth. And I would say pretty much, I fully, fully expect other companies to really start doing this because you can't, and I said this on the Eclectic Gamers podcast a couple of months ago, when we were talking about how reveals are and all that. And I think this all came back to fruition that I, I think that this is Stern's weakest point on how they go about getting their pinball machines to new people, right? It might not necessarily affect how they do it. I mean, they'll still get better. They'll still grow because there, there is, there's a ton of dealers out there and there's a ton, they do their marketing great elsewhere. But when I'm thinking of growing to a broader audience and not fishing in the same pond over and over and over and over again, it will become an issue if another player enters the game or another player enters that pond and starts fishing in the same pond. That's when it will become an issue. So guess what you'll have to do? You'll have to find another damn pond. You've got to expand your growth. And that's, that's kind of where I'm getting at here with this all. That any company that shows up, the first one, the first one that fully goes all in, on deciding how they want people to see their brand. And they treat these reveals like legit events because these pinball machines, they're not cheap. I imagine, I remember reading on an article, and it's funny, the same article is what Deep Root put out to kind of poke the bear at Stern. Somebody, I forgot who said it in there exactly, but you know, this, these pinball machines take nearly a year to develop a million dollars. I mean, it it does, that's legitimately what it takes. So why would you not Make sure that opening night that everybody can see it. Like, why would you not want to make sure everybody, like you put that in the best light possible. Now, granted Stern doesn't have to worry about that right now. As of right now, they don't, they have the name, but other people can immediately do that. Now all of a sudden Stern, theoretically overnight guys, theoretically, by the time we're talking about this in a month or two months, Stern could be third best at doing reveals, which is crazy when you think about it, but that's the reality we're staring straight at right now. And so the first company that can do the reveal in such a way that they reach a broader audience, that the new audience sees that, right? That's where they'll win. Like sure, anybody else could say, you know, so-and-so loves this theme, so they're going to automatically buy it. So-and-so is already loyal to this brand, so they're going to buy it. Yeah, that's just two parts to this whole equation. You can't keep, you, okay, businesses that come into this sector cannot rely on just people just being fans of themes. They can't rely on just people being brand loyal from out of the gate. You have to create that. You have to curate that. And Stern has done a great job of doing that over the years. The problem is right now you still have to keep pushing. You have to keep pushing. And right now I fully believe other companies will start pushing them and I think we'll see Stern push back. I really do. I think we will see Stern begin to push back because if you are the big dog, you don't want to give, you're either the, the uh, gazelle or the lion. And if you do gazelle type things, somebody else will do lion type things and you will give up ground to somebody and that ground might not matter today, but it will matter in the long run. It will matter because when we go back to the three H's, when you're doing your hub content, your prime prospects, right? That's great for short-term growth. First company that really focuses in on that, that really goes all in on that across the board wins. And then the next company, or that same company, does their hero stuff like it should be, they're going to win even more. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. We've seen this play out you know, on, on other, in other industries under other circumstances. I mean, look at what happened with, uh, with Blockbuster, for instance. They messed up. You know, they had an offer to get Netflix at one point. Didn't take it. Felt like they didn't need to. Evolve, felt like that they were fine where they were. Gone. Toys R Us, same thing. You know, They, they didn't wanna necessarily sell online too much. They end up giving, they offloaded all their online sales to a little company at that time that's known today as Amazon. Toys R Us doesn't exist. And you know, just what I'm getting at here is none of these things are exact science. They're radically different industries, but you can still see some of the, sta- the same principles out. And that's what I'm fascinated about, about the pinball industry is I'm very curious how this will play out. I'm very curious to see how these companies will do their marketing. Are they going to be boastful? Kind of like what Robert does at Deep Root? Are they going to be super professional? Are they going to be like this chilled laid back vibe like Stern has gone for, you know, and, and it's not to say all this is just wrong. i freely admit. I could be wrong myself. Maybe I'm just not getting the message. Maybe I just don't respond to that content very well. And maybe other people do. Yeah, it, that could be exactly what it is. But I'm very interested to see where this goes. I definitely still have lots of thoughts on this. And it just, like I said, excited just to see where it goes. And I think we will ultimately see people really start to, really start to bring this all together. And yeah, we'll just go from there. That's, that's all I can say about it. And we'll just put it to bed at this point. This is going to be the last podcast. I'll talk about it and you know, more power to everybody else. It gives us something to talk about. At least I'll give them that. And I am fully, fully excited to see what lies ahead with both Stern, with Jersey Jack and with deep root, even American pinball and spooky if they can get something else out besides rick and morty i'm wondering about that like where are they at on on all this but it's so much but anyways i want to take the time to thank you guys so much for staying here for listening all the messages criticisms whatever it could be i appreciate it thumbs up thumbs down you know i i just appreciate you guys listening like i don't i don't do this at all for thinking i'm going to be famous thinking I need the attention. I do this because I genuinely enjoy making pinball content. I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy being friends with people. I enjoy just hearing from different people, what the hobby is, what they enjoy about it. And I enjoy learning because I don't know everything at all. Like if I say something that's totally off base, I want to hear why I'm off base. Like I welcome that. I want to know, I want to learn. I think that that just makes the hobby all that much more fun. But Other than that, guys, thank you so much for being here. Be sure and check out, if you're interested still in more uh, podcast stuff, just check out my playlist that I got going on. You could go back and you could see all kinds of different things if you're on YouTube. And I'm also going to introduce a live show pretty soon. I'm looking at doing that on Wednesday evenings around 8 or 9 p.m. at night. I did a pop-up live show just randomly on uh, yesterday, actually, just during the Marvel stream. So I was that was fun right there it was i mean i i just enjoyed it i enjoyed getting able to talk to everybody about pinball you know so anyhow i'm dragging this on thank you guys so much for being here i appreciate it and i will talk to you guys later and see you guys on the next one later guys